Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's really funny is the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus. I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds, laying down. He comes over, he says, What are you doing? I said, I'm resting. Here you're resting. Got a fucking beach in a park. I said, I'm resting. I know I'm resting, I'm resting. They pull me in, they start giving me all kinds of questions, you know, this and that. He says, Oh, uh, so what are you gonna tell us, tough guy? I said, My usual. Zero, nothing. I tell you, the fuck. He says, No, you're gonna tell me something today, tough guy. I said, All right, I'll tell you something. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> You saw the paper, Anthony, my head was up like this. So now I'm coming around, you know. I start to come out of it. Who do I see in front of me? This big prick again. He says, oh, what do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. I thought he was going to shit. Pow, ping, pow. Fuck his... See, I wish I was big just once. You mean the way I talk? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. Oh, oh Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? let me understand this, because I, you know, maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> you motherfucker. I almost had him. I almost had him. Stutter, yeah, stuttering prick yet. Frankie, was he shaking? <laughs> You sometimes have me. You may fold under questioning. What you want? What you want? What you want? Come on. What you want? What you want? Come on. What you want? What you want? Come on. 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 Come
Eraona? Eraona. There's a Z in there somewhere. <laughs> so, such enthusiasm, it, it's a, you know? It's a silent Z. No, no, it is. Not at all. Most, a lot of people in Arizona would probably believe that. For obvious reasons. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, that was actually something, and I apologize, I forgot to put this in the show notes, but uh, I wanted to touch on this briefly. Um, they they have passed a, a, a bill or a law or whatever, and it's it's it needs to be signed by our brilliant brilliant governor um, <laughs> to to be able to t- teach an electoral class so it's not a required class about the bible bible's history and its effects on western civilization in public school in public school in public school now their their thing is well it's it's electoral you don't have to learn it you know but i don't hear him trying to teach the quran yeah, I know, right? Or you know, the Torah, or some <laughs> Buddhist principles. No, only the Christian Bible because that's the one everyone's comfortable with. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty lame. But being a, an electoral class, I guess it's not that big of a deal because <laughs> you don't have to go to it. So I don't know. Yeah, but you know, there'll be a debate on it soon. Well, yeah. Well, the main the main debate from the other side of the coin is, well, doesn't church teach you that? Like why do why does why do we have to waste tax dollars teaching that crap? And then one dude said this this is funny. This is a comment on a forum, you know. And he's like, well then I think we should petition for um, evolution to be taught in Sunday school. <laughs> and I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's some logic to that. <laughs> All the random roundtables are mine, dude. Yeah. Well, no, I well the one I added in there is uh, is the one that doesn't have a link on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's Adam on the other side since he refused to introduce himself. Uh, people already know who I am. So I don't need to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah, they go. Yeah, that's Dickhead from Boston. You Straight can tell up. by his accent. Straight up. <laughs> hey, you know who passed away this week, dude? Hmm. Uh, Jack Trammell. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. So yeah. like, he founded. Well, he died at 83. Um, but he founded. Uh, Commodore International, dude. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And he purchased um, the Atari Corporation in 1984 and pulled them out of the fire. <laughs> Thus, key individual in fixing the Great Atari Crash for video games in America. Boom. He was also a Holocaust survivor, which makes him extra badass. Damn. I know. But so, go- so going into business, he'd be like, "What? What are you gonna do to me?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> The Nazis couldn't kill me. He's ripping his shirt off. Just, ah! Turns into Kanye. <laughs> right. It's like he purchased, what does it say? He purchased Atari. Um, his, purchase of Atari his purchase of Atari shortly after the crash that crippled the American gaming industry. After his purchase, Atari released the Atari ST and a few other desktop computers, as well as the Atari 7800 and Lynx, where gaming is concerned. So yeah, that's a that's a big visionary in gaming and computers and stuff like that. I picked it up at a good price, I'm sure. Shit. <laughs> After the crash, Atari was like they gave him a couple like a baseball card and some bubble gum because that shit <laughs> was worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, um, we give you 25 cents if you bought the company. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, the main component of bringing that crash out, arguably, but I know, come on, was Nintendo, but. He took Atari, who was the cause of the crash, <laughs> and brought them back um, to not their former glory, but at least a little bit of glory. 
Yeah. And he found Commodore in a national baby. You know, like Commodore for the shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Back in the band day. and the computers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you got a new phone this week. New phone. I got the uh, Motorola Triumph. It's basically a, a droid without a keyboard um, with Virgin Mobile. So it's prepaid. Um, I'm digging it, although check it out. The phone's awesome. Okay, it's got gigahertz Snapdragon processor, typical 512 memory, stuff like that. Um, ultra thin, really light. The screen's nice. I mean, the screen's not, you know, AOLED and shit like that, but it's nice, you know. Um, but I, I must have got like a faulty one because um, it stopped reading SD cards. And it wasn't a noob mistake. I know it needs to be formatted in this and that. I'm not stupid, you know, but it's it just, it just suddenly stopped working. Um, so I need to trade it back. Now, if the second one does the same thing, <laughs> then my tune will change. But see, a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, this one thing broke. So this entire model line is shit. Well, you know what? Mistakes happen. Move past it. You know what I mean? I've softened a lot in my in my older years. Not you that know? much. I like to give a second chance. <laughs> I mean, the phone's amazing. I mean, the, it's really fast. Because I used to have a Samsung um, Epic, and it's pr- it's like the same thing as, yeah. as that one, and it's just real quick, 4.1 inch screen, um, and it's I like it has that Droid look to it, where it's 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 not simplistic, but it's like a, a minimalist look, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not trying to look all sexy, it's just a fucking rectangle, <laughs> you know? I like that, like it it looks cool. Yeah, I used to have an issue when I had the Ally, my first smartphone. And um, for some reason, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if it was the operating system, but it kept uninstalling, and then uh, it kept uh, saying that the card was removed. Then it was entered again, and it would constantly do that. And uh, I, I always had it with that phone, but I never had it with any other phone after that. It was weird because it was kind of doing that, and then just off, just bam, nothing. It doesn't even if you go to SD cards in the menu. Mm-hmm. It says enter an SD card. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there. <laughs> I've tried multiple cards. I put my SD card because it's a little 16. It's actually the 16 gig for my Epic. Um, I put it in back in the Epic, pulled it up just fine. You know, so I'm just gonna have to call and be like, hey bitches. Yeah. You know, give me another one. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. Don't make me have to slap a bitch. <laughs> you know. But the the only sucky thing about that is with prepaid phones, um. Virgin Mobile, they don't have really stores that I can go to. <laughs> so I have to, like, call them, and then I have to mail the old phone. But then within 24 hours of receiving that, they'll send me another one. Virgin Mobile could so take I've, a week to get back there, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. But I always, I've always um, suggested Virgin Mobile, um, especially now that they have a better... I mean, they have the Optimus, too, if you just want a basic Android. Um, but they're, they've always, their service is the shit. Well, it's, like, on the Sprint network. So depending on your area, if you're in an area where Sprint's the shit, then there you go. Sprint's the shit where I'm at. Unless you're in San Diego. Yes. (laughs) Unless you're in fucking San Diego. (laughs) Oh, man. Fucker. (laughs) So Skyrim on the Connect. Oh, this is the shit. (laughs) So a while back, someone hacked it on the PC, you know, being slick and shit like that. That's cool, but now Bethesda's doing this shit official. Um, 
over on the lazygeeks.com we got um we got an article written up and we also got trailer the connect support so the coolest shit about this is on our youtube page youtube it's on our youtube page as well so get that shit and you know, watch it both go to the site and go to the youtube page so what the hell was i gonna say professional <laughs> <laughs> no um the the coolest thing is is while you were playing um Skyrim, pretty much everybody is already shouting the dragon shouts. You know, you you've we've all shouted Fusraga pretty fucking loud at the TV. So now when you do that, you will actually do that shout. <laughs> There's like over 200 shouts or something like that. There's over 200 new commands. Um, but like if you yell the um the name of the shout it will do it and also you can get through the menus too and the only really thing that the only problem i had with skyrim was the menus because i just hated navi they were kind of they were gimpy you know i think it could have been a little bit a little bit better but with the voice activation look in the trailer it's just slick you know and then you can equip like um the coolest one of i keep saying the coolest thing but one cool thing is um you you know you have various weapons and they're all called mystical fucking names and shit but let's say you have an axe and it's like the mythical acts of wielding or something silly like that you can assign it a tag so you can assign it just axe so when you're out and about you can be like equip axe and then it'll equip that axe oh that's cool yeah it's pretty dope um go ahead and check that trailer out on our official youtube page also um i got the press release up on the lazygeeks.com as well as the trailer and a pretty slick picture i found you know (laughs) Oh, weird thing is though, not this won't be available for the PC version of Skyrim, which I I thought was strange. That is a little with, weird with PC Connect out. I don't I don't know why. I think I think because they're afraid people will hack it <laughs> and make people do weird shit and connect. <laughs> Se- sexy time, sexy time. <laughs> oh, okay. That? Okay. <laughs> that should that should be a, a fucking dragon shout. That would kick. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we get into some news. So first up, remember back when Amazon Kindle, uh, Amazon's Kindle Fire was released, and DC had made such a hardcore deal with them to release digital versions of their graphic novels on the platform. Well, it garnered so much attention that Barnes and Noble pulled DC's titles off their shelves in protest. After the protest was over, it seemed that the relationship went south somewhere. So much so that DC Comics are no longer available on the Kindle Fire. We're assuming that the relationship went south because no one is telling anyone anything. As of late, according to Bleeding Cool, DC Comics are not available on the Comixology Kindle Fire app. It doesn't mean you won't be able to get uh, comics through Comixology for your Kindle Fire. Of course not. There is a workaround. You can buy the comics through the Comixology on your PC and then sync them over. You just can't access your collection through the Fire Fire app version. Pain in the ass. Seriously. Comicsology readers can't access their DC comics through their My Comics library. Plus, Comicsology on the Kindle Fire syncs libraries from any part of the Comicsology platform, so readers can access their comics purchased through the web. Uh, it is a bit annoying that you have to go through all these hoops and no one is saying anything as to why this is no longer available, especially since there was a lot of ruckus about having an exclusivity deal with them in the beginning. Uh, But we'll let you know more when uh, information becomes available, if anybody starts actually saying something. (laughs) Yeah. 
people would like to, if people would like to keep it real every once in a while. Yeah, because you know the bullshit. Yeah, because like you know Jim Lee was doing all those interviews saying, yeah, you know, look at the look at Superman Earth One and all of these things are coming out, and they were like throwing everything out, and then suddenly, quietly, it just stopped. So I'm so wondering. We, we were just bullshit. <laughs> I know, right? Fuck. We're just fucking with you. Uh, you know, because I'm I'm wondering, you know, did like did did it not garner much attention? Did didn't because you know it was selling out the door like that that uh, Kindle Fire was selling through the roof, but were people actually buying it through the Kindle app? So you know, you know, it's funny, and I, I this is not for nothing, but since I've moved back to Arizona, I see a lot of cats with Kindle Fires. Yeah. Do you see it in L.A.? Like a lot of people just have them out and shit. Actually, I don't see that or iPads out very much, unless unless you're in like a mall. Because in L.A., they're they're afraid people are gonna jack that shit. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably people out here probably have them for Wi-Fi, so they just keep it at home and shit. Yeah. But uh, recession. I yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really see much in the way. Every once in a while, I'll see a, I'll see like an iPad, but I don't see Kindle. Fire. I hear people talking about getting them, so. I don't know. Maybe they just keep them for like work or you know stuff like that. Or home. Or home. When I had a normal Kindle, I didn't, I didn't, I rarely took it places with me. Like I did it first because I thought it was badass, you know. <laughs> but I I wouldn't use it, you know. So yeah. I, I, I only, use- yeah, I don't know. I only take it when I go on a trip because you know, you know, if I'm on an airplane for a few hours, you know, boom, I'll just pop. Yeah, it. because it got it got to the point that you have the Kindle, but then you have the Kindle app for your phone. So if I'm just taking a bus ride 20 minutes, yeah, I'll just read it on my phone. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, after a class action settlement was reached by the law firm Baron and Bud. That's <laughs> 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 just so funny sounding. Um, GameStop is now legally obligated to put warnings on used games if they require a DLC to play in California. Um, that law firm just sounds like a bar. Like a Baron sports, and bread, sports and drinks. <laughs> Come for the beer, stay for the ladies. <laughs> Come for the beer, stay for the bud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Stupid. Baron and Bud um, claim that GameStop was misleading customers and attempting to rake in the profits by buying used games at a low rate and then raising the resale prices, quote, without paying the royalties to video game publishers or developers. So basically what GameStop has been doing since day one where they you came in you trade in your games yeah we'll give you like two bucks and then they sell it for like 15 oh yeah quote again we were pleased that as a result of this lawsuit we were able to obtain complete restitution for customers with actual money paid out to people who were harmed harmed by GameStop's <laughs> conduct said um mock pifco baron and bud attorney and counselor counsel in the lawsuit and a press release um, this is another quote. The in-game and online warning are an important benefit under the settlement as well, because if GameStop discloses the truth to consumers, it is unlikely that they will be able to continue selling used copies of certain games for only $5 less than the price of a new copy. In fact, we already know that not long after the lawsuit was filed, GameStop lowered prices for used copies of many of the games game titles identified in the lawsuit. Baron and Bud also added that gamers will be able to recover the additional $15 they would have been required to pay to access the downloadable content, either in a check or GameStop credits. The world of used games as we know it has officially ended. Um, so 
<laughs> this is funny to me because this this makes more sense to a title that just bounced out, right? Like let's say um, Mortal Kombat when that just bounced out. I rolled to the store like two weeks after and I saw it used on the shop. Only five buck difference. Now, anyone with common sense, even if it has nothing to do with DLC, they're going to roll in and go, okay, I can get a used one for $5 cheaper. They're going to throw in the extra five bucks and get the new copy. Yeah. It, when when the majority of used game customers go to GameStop, we're looking at that bargain bin shit. Like, oh, I didn't play this two years ago. You know, and you, and you snag it real quick. So, I mean, yeah, they got to put warning. Only in California, though, which I always think is funny. Like, California is so sensitive. You know, <laughs> they, <laughs> they have to have warnings for everything. Um, well, yeah, because most of the, you know, we, we cater to the, uh, you know, we don't follow that Darwinian rule. Yeah. Yeah. Have some common sense. Yeah. Walk me through everything. Like, <laughs> like a, a newborn babe, you know. Yeah. But honestly, I really don't. I mean, I made a little joke at the end about use. I really don't think this is going to make much of an impact. They only have to do legally at this point. They only have to do it for two years. Jesus. So they might extend it. Who knows what's going to happen? I honestly just think this is this is just a waste of resources for GameStop. Like I didn't really think GameStop was robbing me. I mean they're they're doing a service, right? I don't I don't want these games anymore. I'm like all right, we'll throw you some money, but we got to make a profit because you know we're not a fucking charity, you know. So they they sell it again. The yeah, DLC but wasn't GameStop's fault. It was everybody else's fault. Yeah, I mean as far as like yeah, I mean I I do think that. Uh... It should be, you know, close to like, okay, if we're gonna sell this game for thirty bucks used, then we should at least offer maybe, you know, ten bucks. Yeah. You know, but you're gonna like, yeah, we'll give you two bucks for it, and then sell it for thirty bucks. That's that's a that's a it's like, wait, what? You know, so you're gonna make. It all depends on the title too. Like if it's a game that's not really popular, it's gonna sound more fair than if you go trade in something that's really popular. Like, if you go trade in Call of Duty 3 or Battlefield 3 right now, you're going to get ripped off. Yeah. Like, I can guarantee you're going to get ripped off. Oh, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel violated. <laughs> not in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's not going to be fun for anybody. Uh, so. Well, as many of... Uh, uh, we all know that many of you are wondering what the next installment of Anchorman will be. We um, All we know is that Will Ferrell... As lead Channel 4 anchor Ron Burgundy, Steve Carell as dim-witted weather guy Brick Tamlin, Paul Rudd as self-proclaimed stylish one of the group, Brian Fontana, and uh, David Koshner as sports reporter Champ Kind are returning. But Bleeding Cool wonders, what about Veronica Corningstone herself, Christina Applegate? Well, Adam McKay reminds everyone that they haven't begun writing the script, but he has some hopes that she will come back for the sequel. But don't get your hopes up. Uh, Quote, Kind of in the Austin Powers tradition, they always flip out the female lead, McKay said. No, we haven't written it yet, but we have an idea for her and that we think is pretty cool. So tentatively right now she's in, but obviously we kind of have to let it be what it's going to be. We don't want to handcuff ourselves, but we love Applegate, so chances to work with her are always fun. So yeah, that's about it. He won't give any further details, but um, he only gave two ideas at this point. One, keep in mind we're still working on the story, but I'll say one phrase for you, custody battle. I'll give you hmm. that, and I'll give you another one, bowling for dollars. And uh, bowling for dollars would be a hilarious idea since that show was done in the 70s and it wasn't that good at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But uh, right now McKay doesn't expect to um, – 
does expect to have filming started by the beginning of 2013 with a release date of either Christmas of that year or as late as May 2014. So I guess we can put it on our calendars along with the sequel to Captain America. I'd be looking for it. I don't care what it's about. I'm down. I know, right? (laughs) Because that's going to be amazing. That's going to, that's just, yeah. It's one of those where you're just like, yes. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Okay, little little in little in insider insight right now, right? Speaking of GameStop, Gears of War creator Cliff Blazinski said he's not a fan of Ondas DLC, but it's a necessary evil due to potential compatibility issues. So, quoting himself, me quoting him himself. <laughs> um, when you're making a game and you're getting into a ship cycle. There's often three three or four months where the game is basically done, and you have an idle team that needs to be working on things, he says. And often, for compatibility, for compatibility issues, day one, some of that content does need to be on disc. It's an ugly truth of the gaming industry. I'm not the biggest fan of having to do it, but it's one of the unfortunate realities. So Blazinski was more than likely inspired to speak on this, too, to the recent controversy with Capcom Street Fighter X Tekken, um, the game ship with locked content that could only be played after purchasing it all as a DLC. It makes a lot of sense when you sit and think about it. Think about what he's saying. When a game is finished, there are months of waiting until the game goes to press. It's it's not only cost effective, but great for the game, for the developers to utilize that time to create DLC. Having it on the disc already to test it really doesn't make much of a difference. They're not always trying to cheat us. So I kind of like how he put it in perspective. Because that that whole situation with um with Tekken <laughs> was weird. Like I'm like I know Capcom has had its has had its moments of moral weirdness, <laughs> but that's just like that's like you're tying a lady to a fucking uh, railroad track. It's just so stupid. Like haha, I'm gonna put this on the disc first. It's like, shut up. There has to be a reason for it. Yeah, but I I. I see what he's trying to say, but I think he's having it's he's trying to convince himself because when he says, yeah, that there's months. OK, I understand. And during those times, you can create DLC. But you're saying that's day one DLC where somebody would have to buy it who already bought the game. So to me, that seems like you already shipped the game unfinished. Like, okay, we know that this is going to go out, so we're not going to finish the game, but we'll make all this stuff and then have it a purchasable DLC. To me, that just seems like a way of – it is a way of cheating the customer because you're, you're finishing the game incomplete as opposed to saying, okay, the game's complete. Throw it out there. We've created these extra shit you know, that you could buy, want to buy, like the whole Catwoman deal. You know, it's like it's not import- pertinent to the game. You can play you know, other characters or whatever. Here, if you want it, cool. If you don't, don't. But that day one DLC bullshit always is starting to bug me because it's like, like he's. I understand where he's saying that there's months, you know, in there and that have to do. Okay, fine. But have them do other DLC, like DLC for, you know, an expansion pack or you know, you know. Oh yeah, now you can have Hillary Clinton fighting whoever. You know, I I, I just don't. I I still have a problem with that on this DLC. I don't know. It's never bugged me. Honestly, day day one DLC is 
I mean, I'll sit there and go, I'll, it's expected for me, and it should be expected by anybody. And I just go, okay, I'll look at it, and as long as none of it is necessary, that's a problem. And yeah. so I'm like, really, I have to have this? Because yeah. I remember the Batman thing, originally I was kind of pissed off because everyone was telling me, the game doesn't make any sense if you don't play as Catwoman. Of course, you play the game for an hour, and you realize that that's not the case. You know, yeah, you miss a few story things, but it's Catwoman story shit. You know, so, I mean, it's awesome. You should have it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But um, it was just, I don't know. That that whole Batman situation was weird. But day one DLC doesn't bug me because I know I don't have to buy it. And I, I don't expect them to go, okay, we have these four, say, four months. We're going to make DLC. Yeah, it is a pretty good idea. Well, we'll make DLC for down the road. Okay, fine. But if they go, like, oh, well, we made this content. Instead of making it as day one DLC, we'll just put it in the game for free. Well, no, because you put in extra hours, so fuck it. You know, throw throw something out to make a couple extra bucks. I don't I don't care when a company makes money, as long as it's in an honest way. You know what I mean? I don't care if they're trying to squeeze a couple extra bucks from everybody else. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> bug me. Yeah, you know, I do the same damn thing. Well, it it depends. Yeah, like like you said, if it if it isn't part of the heart of the game, like if it isn't like oh yeah, you need this character to com- to really fully complete the game. As it should have been on the disc, okay, then then you know that's that's where I draw the line. If it's just oh yeah DLC, yeah you can get an expansion pack or you know whatever you know buy this character, okay that's different. But as long as it's not necessary to enjoy the game as you bought it, as you spent sixty bucks for it, then I have no problem with it. But exactly. if if it is, then yeah we got an issue. Exactly. But speaking of speaking of uh, somebody who doesn't really give a damn about cheating customers. Wireless carriers never needed a reason to make people hate them more. Well, Verizon has decided to go the way of AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile, and will now start charging customers an upgrade fee starting April 22nd, according to their website. Uh, Sprint and AT&T charge $36 for a person to upgrade their device. Verizon is only charging $30, while T-Mobile still only charges $18. It seems that, like many providers, don't believe they are charging customers enough, and with the amount of work they're doing to ramp up their 4G service, they need to find a way to make money somehow. So now, if you're eligible for an upgrade, it's best to do it in, best to do it before then. And as of this podcast, you know, you only have like less than a week to do so. Uh, yeah. However, in the statement, Verizon did claim that if you recycle your old old phone, you could save some money or offset the fee. In my case, my old Droid Incredible. I appraised the device and it asked if uh, the phone can power up and the display is cracked and if you can use the display. So my credit was $31, which would offset the fee and give me an extra buck off. Normally, Verizon customers will get a $30 discount on the upgrade if they waited until they fell out of contract. But with the extra fee, you basically would be paying the price of the device sans the discount. However, if you want to recycle your phone, which you should anyways, you can always uh, get the discount. So... Your old, um, your old phone collectors, the choice is yours. And that's news that everyone should expect as well. The cell phone companies trying to fuck you. Yeah, that's that's you know, you know every day you got every day you got to turn around and go, okay, so how are they gonna fuck me today? Everyone's always screaming about how AT and T sucks, but they all suck. Yeah, all of them. They just all do different things wrong. Yeah, they they suck to various degrees. Yeah. T Mobile, it's just you're with T Mobile. That's it. <laughs> just. <laughs> Life just sucks right there. <laughs> and then I noticed too, like 
it depends on where you're at because people kind of generally like AT&T where I'm at right now because they're fucking their networks the shit here. Like it's it's almost 4G everywhere in Phoenix. You know. Yeah. But which, in other areas they're like eh. Yeah, like in real areas like LA, New York, San Francisco. Wait, am I in a fake area? <laughs> <laughs> no, cuz every, every time that's a, they, Welcome to the L.A. mentality. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not just L.A. If you if you look at if you look at places, everybody's most problem is is their network look, works fine in areas like Arizona or Georgia or um, sometimes they do Colorado or Oregon because that's where they test out their shit because not many people there the population size per city is not nearly like. San Francisco or LA or, yeah, I'm not, or New I'm York. Not arguing, I'm not arguing that fact. I'm just saying that. But I'm saying it's starting to like them better here. Yeah, because it works like that because they don't have very many people using the network. It's like when people go to San Diego for Comic Con, AT and T. Everybody hates AT and T there because their network sucks because everybody's using it. And uh, so when you have uh, you know more of a condensed you know population, you know that's where it happens. But most people usually complain because their calls drop or um or their customer service sucks <laughs> yeah but you know they're hiring too for customer service here <laughs> at&t i should go work over there yeah, i guess well, you you can be an asshole so you know whatever well i thought they would have you know send it to india because that's usually where they are Oh <laughs> no! There's tons of AT&T calls. Maybe runners. maybe the India AT&T get call. Their calls come here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're outsourcing to us. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, we don't want to pay Indians money to do. Yeah. This. Let's pay those Americans something. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And then and then on the flip side, you got Verizon, which has a great network. They're constantly trying to ram a fucking flagpole up your ass every time you turn around. <laughs> so you know. Oh man! And then there's just Sprint, which is that's just sad. That's a they they have the same thing as AT and T. Is that in in the quote unquote real areas they don't work all that great, but elsewhere they're fine. Like they're fine here. Sprint yeah, well, I'm on Sprint network. Yeah, yeah well their their uh, 4G network is severely lacking. That's true. <laughs> as opposed to anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think it's time. But we that's ju- what they sell. They sell iPhones now, though, so it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, because you know, iPhone <laughs> iPhone fans don't don't even know what 4G is. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, it's my turn now. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Facebook gaming is a big deal, but the games available are far from advanced titles. Gaikai, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> Gaikai would like to American change sensibilities there. That's right. <laughs> I don't really can't. I'm, I'm pronouncing it right right now. No. No, I actually looked up the pronunciation. That's what it said. Gaikai. Um would like to change that with their new Facebook app. Currently in beta, the app will be the real the first real test to see if console quality games can exist in a social games environment. Gaikai will be providing a handful of high-end console quality game demos to Facebook using their streaming technology. The games will be run on Gaikai's remote servers that feed the gameplay video to your computer. This allows you to play high-end games without needing a high-end computer. The games available on the app right now, now all demos of course, um, are Capcom's Dead Rising 2, CD Projects The Witcher 2, and THQ's Saints Row the Third. So, hmm. heavy hitters, you know, yeah. it's not not stupid games. Um, people don't want to leave Facebook 
to play games. Zanga's phenomenal success is proof of that, said Gaikai CEO David Perry. Um, cloud gaming means that the game doesn't need to be downloaded and run on your computer. It literally means the game runs out on the internet, in the cloud, with the experience, experience being streamed to the players. Most video game publishers are now seeking to grow their digital customer base, and unlike movie and music services like Netflix and Spotify, Gaikai gives the game publishers relationships with the customers. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll see how it works out. I mean, Facebook, and this 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 actually chimes me to a, an article that you linked from CNET today. Um, I think it was today, might have oh. been yesterday, about Facebook should put out their own browser. Oh yeah, today. You know, Facebook wants to own the internet. Yeah. It's like Facebook or Google right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna win? <laughs> you know, so. Well, I mean, like, you know how they always say, yeah, with Zanga, you know, it proves that people want to play games on the internet. I want somebody to actually... It just proves people are bored. Yeah, well, I just want people to stop and go, what kind of people? Like, if you look at, like, all the invites that I get on Facebook are people that I know aren't gamers. Yeah. You know, like, real gamers will probably play Collapse or Bejeweled or something just because they're bored. Or they, you know, PSN is down. <laughs> I'll always, I'll always check. I'll check out a new Facebook game because I see people playing it. I give it two days. I'm not playing it anymore. <laughs> it's so boring. Like yeah. I, I just, I can't do it. And I'm not putting down anybody. I know Steve plays um that cafe bit, cafe world. I barely whatever. play that. I just usually play it just to help out some of the people on there. But I don't. I. I very seldom ever play that. Most of the most I play now is Word with Friends on my on my um, on my phone or draw something. And uh, other than that, I just you know it's just I don't even bother with really the, most of those games anymore. Currently, I'm playing Borderlands World at War <laughs> and Halo Reach. <laughs> They're a little old because yeah. I just picked them up, but I'm a boss. Well, I'm still playing uh, on the original Uncharted. So, all right. Well, yeah. I think it's way, time we jump way to in. go. Wasn't that a launch title? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I got all three, so I'm gonna sit and play all three, and then I'm and then at the end of the third one, I'm gonna be so disappointed. I'm gonna start a protest to have them redo the ending. You I've already should. planned it. You should. I know. You should. I know. Because they'll do it. Yeah. All right, for, time for some new releases. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> How serious? Uh, in Netflix this week. Or any week, really. Um, this isn't new, but I noticed it. <laughs> um, Sam Kinison stand-ups. I got like three or four of them. Sam Kinison's a nut. Uh, um, it, he he comes out with like two two hot chicks, like half naked on leashes and shit. <laughs> you know, it's 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 nuts. Um, Transformers Prime season one, uh, the rebound, Mister Deeds, Rare Exports, that weird. Santa Claus movie. It's a foreign flick. It's in oh, subtitles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a trip, dude. Um, and the conspirator. Uh, I don't know. I don't usually read Netflix. I don't know why I did that. Take an initiative. Um, <laughs> in games this week, The Witcher, The Witcher Two: Assassins of the King, The King's Enhanced Edition for the Xbox 360. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose gaming cred for not knowing how to pronounce this, but I never played the series. Um, Disgaea Three. Absence of detention for the Vita. Well, it's for the um, Vita, so it doesn't really count. 
Oh. And shit. Um, <laughs> the House of the Dead 4 for PS3, that counts. Yeah. Um, Deadliest Warrior Ancient Combat, Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, insanely Twisted Shadow Planet for the PC. That's been out for Xbox Live for a while. What's happening in theaters, man? In theaters, we have Chimpanzee, which is, yes. that looks cute, dude. Yeah, that looks that's a date flick. Yeah. You take a photo there, you you getting some, you getting a little something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I see it every time I see it on uh, I see it on there. I'm like, aw. Yeah. You're at least you're at least making a double play if you yeah. take a chance to see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lucky one, think like a man. Uh, thankfully, it is an African American f- movie, but not done by Tyler Perry. Um, is he in it though? Uh, who cares? Uh, nobody watches those movies. <laughs> and racism. No, you know what? That's not <laughs> racism because every um, there's like so many black people that don't like him either. Yeah. Because they 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 paint they paint Af- the Amer- African community African American community as a bunch of fucking idiots mm. who can't figure out basic concepts, and that's not the truth. Right. You know, they're just like everybody else. <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> Nobody needs their own movie. I think it's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, to the Arctic 3D and IMAX. Uh, you may have seen this uh, trailer up, and if you haven't, go to the web, the lazygeese.com and check out for Jesus Henry Christ. Looks pretty dope. It, it's it's limited release. It's it looks funny. I mean, you got Michael Sheen in it. Uh, uh, what's her name? Tony Collette, and it just looks like a really cool movie. Marley, which is uh, a movie about uh, Bob Marley. And then Darlene Companion, which I saw on a DVD on some little heart-wrenching story or something about a family that loses their dog. Well, he was wearing a barrette. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't snap at his fingers. Stars Kevin Klein, so, you know. Uh, By the way, when you go see Molly, though, you know what you need to bring. You go to that premiere, baby. <laughs> you might not be able to see it through the smoky haze. But... That's all right. <laughs> All right, on DVD this week, we have The Ace Fix, uh, Remastered Edition, uh, Born to be Wild, Buck Privates, Abbott and Costello, 100th Anniversary, uh, The Divide, Frozen Planets, the complete series. That just looks cool, especially if you have HD. I love all that shit. Like, if you got, like, a 50-inch sitting in your room, you should have all that shit. Oh, yeah. Earth, the series, all that shit. The under, um, what is it? Yeah, that underwater one where it's, it's just all that shit you should have. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Resurrection on Blu-ray, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. Need to see that awesome movie. Um, here's a here's one for all you martial arts fans. Yeah. Operation Condor, The Armor of God, 1986, yeah. out on Blu-ray. So <laughs> Jackie Chan flick. <laughs> uh, High Road to China, Tom Selleck. That's all that needs to be said. I want to see it now. Yeah, Tom Selleck. That's it. And Young Justice season one. Um, and in com- comics this week, <laughs> for DC Comics, if I don't say the number, it is issue eight. Batman, Batman Beyond Unlimited 3, Batman Odyssey 7 to 7, wrapping that up. Batman Venom New Edition, if you have not read that, you need to – it's a must read. It's when Batman becomes addicted to a drug. It's, nice. it's the shit. Um, Bird of Prey – or Birds of Prey. There's more than one. Um, Blue Beetle, Captain Adam, Catwoman, DC Universe Presents, Green Lantern Corp, uh, Justice League – which is awesome. Legion of Superheroes, Nightwing, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Showcase Presents, All-Star Squadron, Volume 1. Yes. <laughs> um, Supergirl, Thunder Thunder Agent 666, Revenant 2, Wonder Woman, In Young Justice 15. In the Marvel, it's kind of a light week this week. Amazing Spider-Man 684, Avengers 25, Avengers vs. X-Men, 
number actually it's supposed to be number two uh spider-man season one i have to apologize because last week i skipped over and i forgot daredevil season one came out last week how dare you i read it and it is awesome really need to read that um really need to read that title Uh, these season ones are actually really really cool so uh obviously spider-man season one uh Incredible Hulk number seven, Invincible Iron Man five fifteen, New Mutants forty one, Pu- um, Punisher number ten, Uncanny X Force twenty four, Venom sixteen, Wolverine and the X Men number nine, X Factor two thirty four, and X Men twenty seven. And in other distributors, we've got uh, Hellraiser. I'll read it. I want to read it. You want to read it? I want to read it. <laughs> Hellraiser's masterpiece twelve from Boom. Uh, Achi Archives Volume 5 Hardcover from Dark Horse. Brody's Ghost Book 3 Trade Paperback from Dark Horse. I said this because um, I know Steve's probably never heard of Brody's Ghost, and I've actually never read it. But the artist um, does splendid manga work um, on YouTube. He has a lot of videos. Check it out. Um, Mass Effect Volume 3 Invasion Trade Paperback Dark Horse. Reset 1 of 4 from Dark Horse, Resident, e- Resident Alien, Resident Evil, Resident <laughs> Alien. This looked pretty dope. It was about an alien who crash lands, and then he has to go incognito and live among us lowly humans. Um, from Dark Horse, Shadow 1 from Dynamite. Dynamite! Uh, you can go, you can, you can carry on. Uh, I can carry on. Uh, Doctor Who 16 from IDW, Dungeons and Dragons Volume 3, Down Hardcover, uh, IDW. H.P. Lovecraft, the Dunwich Horror Trade Paperback, IDW, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, IDW, and The Walking Dead 96 from Image. Uh, we have a couple of collectibles this week. You have oh, yeah, two we on do. here. You put two on there. Um, I put the Amikami. They're pretty much the same thing, just different variants. Um, Amikami Raven Angel of Azeroth figurine, and then also the Demon, Demon Daughter variant of the same um, character. Um, and on mine, I put uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Art FX Statue Final Battle version. This is not Ewan McGregor. It's Alec Guinness in a badass stance. It's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking sweet. Um, sexy time. It really is sexy time. Uh, and uh, it goes for – I thought I put the price on there – $95.99, and its available date is the 18th. Really looks cool. You guys got to check it out. I keep forgetting to put the price on. I think mine were like 65 around that. I can't remember. Yeah. I'll have to start doing that. Yeah. I figure, you know, we probably should, given the fact that, you know, people are like, oh, that sounds cool. What? You know? <laughs> that sounds, oh, it ain't cool now. Yeah. Shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week's recommendations. Uh, I posted this review for it on uh, thelazygeeks.com. So, uh, Swift Key X Virtual Keyboard. Um, I've got Adam addicted to this keyboard. It's the shit. fucking shit. Um, it, one of the great things about this is the artificial intelligence that they use on this keyboard is it's not designed like autocorrect. Like, it's not going to try to fig- – it's not going to give you words that you would never use in your life. It, what it does is, is you can have it learn in the setup. You can have it set to read your text messages, blogs. Uh, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, and it will basically learn what how you write, and then it would offer suggestions based on that. And it doesn't automatically push you know your words out and you know things like that. It it really I very rarely have an autocorrect fail using this keyboard. Yeah. Um, 
also to it, it's it's free for you can you can get the free version for Android and for an Android tablet. They have a paid version, but I have yet to find out what the benefit is for a paid version. It's three ninety nine for a paid version on Android Market. Uh, really, really great. Every review that I've read has always been very positive about this. So I went and downloaded myself, and I just I love it. Plus, you can you have different schemes. You can run three languages at the same time, which is cool for people that are um, multilingual. Uh, it, it it really works well. Adam downloaded Spanish at first <laughs> by mistake. Yeah, it, it didn't. It wasn't anticipating the language all that well. It, <laughs> and it's funny too because I noticed that it was never getting better because I, I told it to learn from my Facebook, which isn't going to help. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the, the AI is going gay. Gay? It wasn't. But yeah, definitely uh, check it out. If you want to read more about this, I did up a review on it on thelazygeeks.com. Go to the review section and you'll be able to see it right there. Um, Plus, I have a link to where you can go to Google Google Play to download it. Word. What you got? Uh, I have. I have not written. I apologize to to the fans. (laughs) You know, I haven't written a review for this. I actually just changed it. because what I previously had has been starting to suck. <laughs> um, so I wanted to switch that up. But uh, I have an app as well called Lose It. Um, looking to shed a couple pounds, you know what I'm saying? So I want to get something that can track like calorie intake and all that. So this app's pretty dope. It starts out asking you how tall you are, how much you weigh, and how, how old you are. It gives you the amount of calories you're supposed to eat just for normal functions, like brain functions, stuff like that. And then um, – Every day, every time you eat something, you put it in the system and it will say how many calories it was and then it tells you how many calories you have left. Uh, every time you exercise, you put in what your exercise was and you could put like – oh, it has a huge list. So you put walking, right? And then it will say how many minutes did you do it and you put the minutes and then it will say you burnt this many calories and then it puts that on there. Um, it has a barcode scanner. So if you eat like – had some hamburger helper, you know, keeping it cheesy or something, you know, just scan the box. And that item will come up. All the nutritional data will already be in the system. So that's pretty sick. Um, it's it's a pretty dope if you you know if you're just trying to shed it. They have social things where people can be like, oh, you're doing great. I don't use that shit. Um, <laughs> so it's a cool little program if you if you just really or even if you just want to know like how much am I eating in a day, you know, which is funny because I found out that I'm not eating as much as it says I should. Hmm. I'm just not hungry. Um, but. Well, stress that's, will do that to you. That's true too, and that's that's not good either. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I do consume a fair amount of a soda lately too, so that might be an issue. But, well, it's not. It might be. It is an issue. But um, it's 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 an eye it's an eye opener. I mean, you know, you'll you'll be like, ah, oh, whatever, and then you you be truthful with it and actually put in what you're doing. You'll fucking look at it and go, Jesus, and it'll tell you too. Like, if if you're eating things out of boxes all the time, it's it is a little easier. I don't suggest eating things out of boxes all the time, but because um, you're scanning it and it's giving you exact shit. And I, I, I was like, oh, I'm not eating as much calorie. But the salt that I was eating was just sad. It's <laughs> just like like I took the, took the salt shaker and just drank it. Wow. You know, so it kind of opens your eyes to that shit. Um, it's just the shit. Android. I don't know if it's on the iOS. Most likely is. Huh. But um, Android. It's not on Windows Phone. 
Um, oh yeah, by the way, for SwiftKey X, it, it is only available on Android. You may type it in, and it may. I found a site that says it is available for iOS, but if you go into the App Store, it's not. So, uh, yeah. Word. And also, I, um, Windows. Yeah, right. Um, so this week, if uh, you know, we've we've talked about Google Plus on this podcast before. This week, they did a new. Uh, they they kind of gave it a little bit of a makeover. Uh, we we tested it. Well, uh, Adam and I tested out like their hangouts, but we get into a little bit of that a little bit in a little bit. But if you notice on Google Plus, if you have if you have it, they compartmentalized everything a little better. I I think it looks cleaner. And I, I think it should have been what it, it it should have been this day one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on this, you know, all of your content is more down the center of the page. It gives you what's actually tracking on Google. Uh, people you may know, obviously, your stream is uh, one thing that I notice about this as opposed to Facebook is that your stream doesn't take up all of your page. You, you know, yeah. it, it actually kind of condenses everything to the side. And then gives you suggestions of people you may know, and then your friends list off to the side for a hangout. Um, the on the, I guess if you're looking at the screen on the left, you have the traditional. You have the home profile pages, photos, games, and then more, which has you know circles, hangouts, explore. Oh, cool no thing. Shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I just no, I just saw that. I just queued up Google Plus. I saw that picture you put in the Hubble. Oh yeah. Hubble space. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, Please continue. The one thing that I like about their setup there is that you can drag, you can, if you, let's say you use, well, I use pages because I have like the Lazy Geeks uh, fan page on there, your profile, your photos and games, and you want to keep those on there. You can drag the icons you don't want to use and drop them into more. So then you can only leave out the ones that you do use a lot more. And I I thought that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something we don't get on Facebook, which I'm sure given how Facebook does things you'll probably see it in the next week or two because <laughs> that's how they do things exactly um uh, another thing too is that um i kind of like the idea that uh they allowed they have this extension that's available on chrome and firefox if you have one of those big ass big screen monitors there's a lot of white in there so and that's racist yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. If yeah. you you can actually go and I posted this on the the Lazy Geeks Facebook fan page, <laughs> funny uh, about Google Plus that you can actually go and uh, get an extension that will one take out all that white and will actually darken it out and make it a little more of a grayish and co- compress everything towards the center so you don't have to see as much white. I don't have I don't have that extension and it doesn't look all that bad. To be yeah. honest, I think it looks clean to me. Well, yeah, but when you're looking on a laptop, it looks fine. But if you have a big white screen... That's true. I got kind of a small screen. But... Yeah, everything's all stretched out, so it could kind of get annoying. So they give you that. Um, also, one real quick tip. If you guys haven't gone... Uh, I think... Yeah, we have it on the Lazy Geeks website. If you have Chrome and you don't like looking at Timeline, there's an extension in Chrome... That gets rid of timeline for you, so you can actually see it the old way. So uh, I know some people hate timeline, so this is a little extension you can add on to it. 
and uh, and do that. But back to Google Plus. The reason we brought this up was because it was a cosmetic change, and it looks cool. It looks better, but is it too little, too late? Is it really worth? Is it really worth it? Um, you know what? And this this chimes back to that CNN article that I just read before you chime me up for this podcast. Um, I think the the best point in that article was full integration to Google Chrome. Yeah. Um, Google Chrome is, and I knew this before the article, is about to pass Internet Explorer as the most used browser. Um, and that's the first time in history. I mean, Internet Explorer, since its inception, has always been the number one browser, um, which is pretty amazing because Internet Explorer comes with the number one use. So that means people are, are actually going, I'm going to download this now. Um, right. So full integration with that would be would, would make it happen. Um, most people have a Google account. Um, either with their phones or whatever. And, and that's the thing, too, and this was chimed up in that article as well. Um, Google Plus was never designed to be a standalone social thing like Facebook. Right. It, they're almost going – one's going backwards compared to the other one. Not backwards in a bad way, but just like they're going opposite of each other. Facebook started as an only social network who now wants to encompass everything. Google Plus is now starting as encompassing everything and now trying to connect it all in a social way. Um I I appreciate what they're doing with Google Plus. I don't know if it's really going to take people away from Facebook because it could be better than Facebook one day. But that doesn't matter, right? It's it's all about enticing people to change something that's a big part of their life. I mean, we we can cut the bullshit and just admit Facebook is a big part of most of our lives. Yeah, I I check my when I'm bored and I just lay my hand on the keyboard. I type Facebook without even thinking. <laughs> You know, because it's not because it's Facebook. It's because that's where my friends are. Yeah. That's the people I care about and I want to know how their day is, is on Facebook. That's why we all love Facebook so much. <laughs> and, and actually, too, if you really look at it, um, with most with most instances, like when – like today, you know, your wife has your phone, so you don't have it. You're contacting me through Messenger on yeah. Facebook. And I'll always have Facebook Yeah. to contact my friends, you know. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And, and you know um, – I like Google Plus, and the, it still lacks a lot of. I like the app for the phone. Just want to yeah. throw that in there. It's yeah, real no, clean. yeah, the app for the phone is is really cool. I it it has some serious potential, but I think they're not quite going as far as they could. We tested out the um, Hangouts this week. Compar- that was actually pretty cool. It was pretty cool. We tested out with Google, and we tested out with Facebook. Um, in the end, Skype works better. Uh, yeah, it, but uh, they, I kind of expected them to work better. Yeah, you got, the one that's made that's whole point on work yeah. on doing that. Uh, Skype worked a lot better um, with uh, Google Plus. It it was cool because you know, you, of course, you have to download. You know, what was it? Uh, Google Wave and something else. Something. Yeah, uh, a bunch of little extensions to get it to work. Um. But it was it it worked out. It worked cool. Plus, you have the, you have YouTube where you can share videos with one another. You can the apps where we we had an eye patch and the, the bowler it, had. The, a, cool, the cool thing about it is, and, and it's something that I like about how Google invents new things. Um, Google Plus, its predecessor was the the aptly failed Buzz. <laughs> um, they've taken parts of Buzz and put them in Google+. Plus. Uh, the Hangouts is reminded me in a lot of ways of, of Google Wave. Oh, yeah. Because 
you're talking to someone, you talk to multiple people, and then they had the Google Docs app, so you could throw up applications and everybody can be looking at the same thing. Yeah. That 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 reminded me a lot of um what they were trying to do with Google Wave. So I kinda like how they go, Okay, this failed, but what of it isn't shit? <laughs> and we can move it to something else. You know right. what I mean? Um I like how Google's doing it. I, I the like I've said, the only problem I have with Google is privacy issues that they've been having. But I mean Facebook has privacy issues too. Yeah, everybody you know, so, has privacy issues now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I sometimes I think I I went overboard when I fucking get so good. I'm so bad about the fucking privacy bit. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, it it's safe to say that Google Plus isn't going anywhere. Yeah. For a while, but I don't know if they're going to be able to over because no one's going to have two social networks. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like you'll have your social network and then you'll fuck around on another one. Yeah. You know, but no one's going to be totally invested in, oh, no, I have to always post everything on both. Twitter's different because Twitter's Twitter, but, you know, yeah. that's not a social network. You yeah. follow, see what Ashton Kutcher had for breakfast. Right. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Like, I, um, I like, like, I'm always on Facebook, especially, like, uh, when we do, uh, if you guys, if you haven't, um, fan liked us on Facebook, we on the weekends when we don't have much in the way of stories, we post, we share stuff from other sites, things that are cool that we like, videos and stuff like that. We post it all up on Facebook. I tend to forget that we have a Google Plus, <laughs> and I, I've actually been I've been messing with it a little bit more lately. I actually just posted something on my my personal Google Plus. Yeah. Oh, you um, have a personal Google Plus now, so I can put you in as a one of the managers of that page. Um, yeah, I've always had the my. Well, I know you had it, but I didn't know if you used it at all. Yeah, I've, you, know, I've you were been, so I've been... anti. Uh, you were so anti. Well, I think, like I said, I mean, don't we always do that sometimes? Yeah. Get, go a little overboard, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I Mass Effect Three. Lot. Mass Effect Three fans would know that. Oh, very well, very well wouldn't they? <laughs> um, but one thing that I, I am still kind of bitter about with Google Plus, especially when I'm dealing with our website, is the the no RSS read, feeder. I, that still really truly bugs me. Yeah. Because of the fact that you know, and some people may say, "Well, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all." It does on the fact that when you're trying to promote a page and you want your content to be updated, I mean, Facebook is integrated into nearly everything, and you can go ahead and you know, when I'm on WordPress and I want to share everything, I have a reader that puts it up on on uh, our Facebook page. You can even share it through WordPress directly to your page, to Twitter, to LinkedIn for all, for crying out loud. Uh, your MSN messenger, everything. But on Google+, Plus, really? We still can't do any of that? And when they have the spread the word, yeah, promote your page, only on your own damn Google+, Plus page. It, it, yeah, to, it's it's pretty fail, dude. It, it's pretty fail. It's fail sauce on that. And I and I think they really, if they really wanted to do it, yeah, you know what? Start pulling a little bit from um, from Google, you know, I mean from Facebook, and and start allowing people to, if they run a website, because most, you know, you like you're gearing yourself towards businesses, they do have a website. Sometimes they'll want to offer special. You're gonna make that person have to sit there and manually do like I have to do every article that posts manually it, it's, yeah. it's a bit ridiculous i mean you know and and that's the one thing that i have to say that that facebook has is they have so many of those that you can use 
and, you know, partner up with someone. Because even if you just have one, you know, like RSS graffiti or networked blogs or something like that, even if you have that, if you work with one person, it, it helps. I think I guarantee you people will start using that a bit more, especially if they have businesses, because right now Facebook has got it. But uh, I know that um, some people have taken to Google Plus pretty heavily, though. Yeah. Like uh, one respected person that I can think of is Felicia Day. Yeah. Uh, she's constantly doing hangouts that you can watch and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, she has a Facebook page. She, yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm actually just followed her on Google+. Um, I don't know. I think that they have tons of potential. Um, I do feel like everything is bigger yeah, I think it's because they put the little text box thing, so it makes it look like I'm texting everybody. Um, I think it looks slick. I like the new way. I mean, yeah, sure, they've borrowed some things. I mean, go to your profile, and, and we see now we have a cover photo yeah. as opposed to we, yeah, okay, they're borrowing from Facebook, but uh, Facebook started that. <laughs> so um, you know, it's yeah, amazing, I know, right? It's amazing how they have circles and stuff in Facebook now, right? Yeah. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's innovation. You know, everybody borrows and improves and all that shit yeah. uh i don't know i think i'm gonna i'm gonna make a concerned effort to because i've been using twitter more and i always use my facebook and um fuck it i'll just throw google plus into it too so oh by the way if um speaking of felicia day if you haven't seen the video i'm the one that's cool i've seen that shit over the guild it's fucking hilarious i like all their songs they do yeah that that shit is funny <laughs> the the tune is way catchy too yeah. So it's like all over the place. You're like, damn it. Um, but uh, we did the we did a uh, video chat on Facebook, and obviously powered through Skype, but works nothing like Skype. It it, it wasn't even worth my time. Yeah. To be to be honest, I mean, it was it was just a video. There was nothing else to do, which is fine, you know. But everybody else is offering something else to do. Right. You know, and um, even the Skype app, I can connect my Facebook account to it, you know, and stuff like that. Um, compared to the Google Hangouts, Google smashed it. It yeah. just smashed it. Um, I mean, Google Hangouts has the docs thing and the YouTube share, and but also silly shit like we were putting mustaches on, and, fucking, and when you move, it would follow you. Like it was pretty right. dope. You know, it's yeah. silly shit like that that really gets people to use your stuff on the internet. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, but I mean, is Google back to our original thing? Is Google Plus a waste a waste of time? It's never a waste of time if you're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I I suggest everyone should really check it out. Like, don't just go, oh, whatever, Facebook rules. You know, like like literally check it out, check through all the shit, use it for a week. You know, you have friends that have Google accounts. You yeah. know, so they might not use Google Plus, but they have Google accounts, and they've probably checked out Google Plus. So you won't just look like a pathetic asshole with no one on your friends list. <laughs> so no no one might be listening to you. Yeah. And what was it? There's like a hundred and forty thousand. 140 million or something. There's a lot of people on Google Plus. Yeah, there, there's quite a few, and and there was a recent a recent uh, study that showed that it's not a barren landscape. You know, no. it, it, it there are people joining it, but it really just depends on people joining it and how much they use it is two different is two different things. So you know, it, it, I've been using it, and yeah, I find there's a lot of things cool with it, but again, because I don't have as many of my friends on there that use it as much. You know, there's even some people out there that still don't even know what the hell it is, um, which is 
all fault of their own. Yes. But uh, a, a, it's not like Google doesn't shove it in your face. Yeah, I know, right? The internet, you know. So. But uh, but all in all, I I don't think it's a waste of time. Um, I think it still has a, a little bit to go as far as competing with Facebook. But I I really think that it's going to be very hard for them to take a very huge market share, you know, unless they really make it. And the problem is, is that I know they don't want to. And, you know, and yeah, I think if they started using Chrome and really heavily started integrating Chrome or Google Plus into Chrome, I think more people will definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into it. But uh, yeah, until then. But they fucking don't. Yeah. I do like the um I don't know if the Facebook app does this. I I've never seen anything that says it does. Um but the Google Plus where it, every time I take a picture on my phone it auto uploads. Oh yeah, you can uh you can get rid of that. I like that. I think that's yeah. dope. Um I'm I'm partial on that because sometimes you just want to take a picture and you don't necessarily want it to go Depends on what you're taking a picture of, man. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> No, but you know, I mean, if it's, you know, it, but uh, but it's easy to 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 do that. You just go into the settings on your phone and and undo it. Yeah. You know, and especially if it's like a, a picture that, you know, it's a funny picture and you want to just to share with like, if I was gonna take a picture of you know something funny and just send it just strictly to Adam, you know, I don't need it going up on my freaking. But I think you can. I was more thinking about backup. Like I think you can um you can set it where the the pictures it's from your private. phone yeah, are private yeah because that's cool because remember the commercial if I lose my phone yeah you know I mean I thought that part of it was cool no I don't want every fucking picture to be public you know there's there's a few pictures that nobody needs to be seeing <laughs> like incriminating shit no nah. <laughs> illegal mean, she, in a few states yeah <laughs> I mean she said she was uh she was of age so <laughs> yeah that ain't my fault. <laughs> but uh but yeah you know in uh you can disable that you know by just simply going to your settings on your phone and just saying you know uh no uh, uncheck it and you're done so google Google plus um i will say is faster than facebook but that's because not much is not as much is going on on the page (laughs) but still it's kind of nice to click on it and not have it lag while i'm scrolling through shit oh i know right I'm looking at it right now. Taking like, you know, taking forever just to load that shit. I've never I've never shared something. I'm going to do it. My virgin sharing. Share. <laughs> Your virgin sharing? Yeah. I'm sharing <laughs> something that you posted. Oh. Share. Ooh, that tingled a little bit. Um, well, you know what? I think we've said all that needs to be said. Yeah. Google Plus, check it out. If you don't like it, then don't fucking use it. Um, <laughs> We're also on Google Plus, like we said, so add us to your circle. Yes. Um. All right. So. Uh, douchebags. Some douchebags. I got some. I got some heavy hitting douchebags this week. Um. Let me go ahead and pull up my number three douchebag. And now I know I've. Uh, we've selected. Jack off, I mean Jeff Johns, um, uh, the creative head of uh, DC, uh, before. But this one I just thought was extremely p- 
poignant for one reason or another. These days where diversity has been brought into the room, not because writers think about them, but simply because it's someone forced to, it tends to leave people that it it tends to leave people that are looking for a superhero that are similar to the parents of their readers. And it's sad when one such hero gets introduced and killed off in a few pages after their introduction. Uh, Comic Book Resources reported that one such writer is not all hap- uh, is not all happy with Jeff Johns' latest issue of Aquaman number seven. In the issue, the debut of the Black Mantra makes his return to the New 52 universe, as well as the introduction of the others, a superpowered team of, from Aquaman's past. Included in the team is Ka, uh, Kahaina the Seer, who is a native of Tehran and has the power of prophecy. Unfortunately, she didn't have the power to see that she would be killed off in the first eight pages of the book. Mm. Comic writer Dara Nagai was uh, was none too happy with it either. So much so that he posted an open letter to Jeff Johns, which is a rework letter similar to the one he sent to editor Pat McCollum, expressing his extreme disappointment in seeing a fellow Iranian killed off so shortly after her introduction. In the uh, old Star Trek series, a person wouldn't, wouldn't have a name and would be given a red shirt. Uh... Quote, please understand, this is not one of those DC Comics is racist slash xenophobic essays that you are probably encountered countless times in recent past, uh, Naraki uh, writes. I've been very happy with and supportive of DC's attempt at diversity. Their universe is a sizable number of comics starring minorities and female characters in the New 52 relaunch of books. But I just don't understand the logic behind creating a new minority hero. One from a country and culture that is often misrepresented in today's media as evil, only to have her killed off upon her first appearance. What purpose did her death serve other than being a mere plot point? I can see his point, which does suck, but he needs to get in line. As a Mexican, I have yet to find a superhero that shares my ethnicity that's not mashed together with others like Miles Morales. Um, however, DC has always been good at making comic book characters as diverse as our society. Superman will become an African-American in Earth 2 setting, but I do understand his anger over a character of his ethnicity only to have her killed off before the staple does really suck. But then on the flip note, if they would have said that person wasn't, you know, what culture is that person that died? The character that? Okay. If they said that person was from Iraq, she probably would have clapped. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, and I'm not. I don't mean it like that, but I mean like, she only cares because it's her. She wouldn't be as outraged if it was somebody else. No, someone else's culture. Well, no, but see, the thing is, is that I I look at it as this. I mean, if you're gonna, if the problem with with that is is when you're creating a character, especially some a character that hasn't been done. It's, and this, my problem with this is DC has had this issue before when they had a first Muslim superhero that was supposed to be in when Superman's, you know, walk across America tour um, before the 52 relaunch at the very last minute, they switched it out with an old super um, with an old super dog issue because they didn't want to deal with the blowback. So they find that, oh, okay, well, we won't have a positive superhero that will be featured in one issue of Superman, but we'll go ahead and create a character who is Muslim and gets killed off in the first eight pages. It's like, well, why? Why did it have to be any ethnicity at all? 
you know, why could it have been just kind of a generic where you don't know? Obviously, they made her character out, gave her some kind of story, unless it comes in later. My issue with that is that, you know, it's like, if you're going to do a first for something, don't, you know, because it falls back on, oh, yeah, the token black guy in, you know, movies or comedy shows. You know, he's only there to serve for the laughs or, you know, to give the story some kind of, you know, cred or whatever. I, I, I think the problem with that, and I, and I see their point of view, is by creating a character that's never been really done before only to have them killed off. It, it kind of it, – it's kind of a, a, a irresponsible – irresponsible mark i mean i'm not saying the guy should go out jeff john should be out and be stoned i'm just thinking he should have thought it through it a little bit more and go uh mm, yeah maybe that wasn't such a good idea yeah yeah so my second douchebag taylor kitsch uh, for those of you that may have heard of that movie john carter well this is what happens when your big starring role fizzles out before your eyes taylor kitsch has changed his tune when recently asked about playing Gambit again in any X-Men-related movie. After doing press for the recent blockbuster disaster John, uh, box office disaster John Carter, Kitsch dissed the comic book heroes and said he would never play Gambit again. However, after the failure of his own solo project and Battleship looks more like an elongated, deleted scene from the Transformers, mm-hmm. he said that he would now consider playing Gambit again. In a recent interview with Comic Book Movie, Kitsch said that he wouldn't mind coming back for a cameo or anything. I would, man. I mean, Hugh Jackman is doing Wolverine soon, and I'm not planting any seeds in any way. But if he called me and wanted me to do a cameo in it or something, I'd do it. He states that he was flattered by fan reaction about wanting to see him again. Given that his character was okay in the film, many fans want to see Gambit in anything. However, after his comments from earlier, it seems that his publicist probably told him that he... that he may need to do that role again after these two bombs are released quote i love playing him and he's a suave motherfucker like you know he basically says suave motherfucker he's play him he's fun to play man and um, he says that he could now see playing him when he's 40 or 45 i couldn't i couldn't give or take him as Gambit the next time around. I have no desire in seeing him after dissing the role. Now that he has miraculously changed his tune about playing him he to keep his small fan bases insulting, I think he should wallow in the failure of his two-starring project and leave the X-Men universe to a person that truly cares. I don't even... Whenever I think of that movie, I never remember Gambit. I remember, <laughs> Hugh, I remember Hugh Jackman being a fucking badass and Sabretooth <laughs> being a badass. I remember Will I Am more than I remember Gambit. <laughs> okay, moving. Uh, moving on. Moving on. UCLA. <laughs> this is funny. I, I tell you this. Way to crush some dreams, UCLA. <laughs> uh, UCLA is apologizing for mistakenly telling 894 high school seniors that they were admitted to the highly competitive school when they were actually still on the waiting list. The Los Angeles Times reports that the school went the school sent an email about financial aid awards last weekend to the students. The email, the email included a line congratulating them on being admitted. When the school found out about the mistake, it sent messages on Monday telling the 894 that they were on the waiting list for admission. The Times <laughs> reported. The note also included an apology. UCLA spokesman Ricardo Vasquez attributed the mix-up to human error, telling the newspaper... 
We realize this is a partially anxious and stressful time for students and their families as they try to make decisions about college admissions. We sincerely apologize for this mistake that they may that may have led some of them to think they were admitted when they remain on the waiting list. That may have led Telling them congratulations for your admission <laughs> may have led them to think they were admitted. Yeah. Um, Vasquez says updated notices of provisional financial aid were sent Saturday and Sunday to thousands of admitted students, but mistakenly went out to waiting list students as well. The notice included the line, once again, congratulations on your admission to UCLA. <laughs> we hope that this information will assist you in making your decision to join the Bruin family in the fall. Well, God, how the hell would they ever assume that they were in UCLA? I'm not even reading the rest of whatever. It's, it's, that's bullshit because you know, you know, cats did, were on it in high school and they, you know, they, they're dreaming about going to UCLA or whatever. And they're like, oh, I got in. They're throwing parties and shit only to yeah. find out, oh, yeah, you know, never mind. <laughs> we're just kidding. Yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, you know, that's the, why people the, bring the, guns to school, my friend. <laughs> the email started, see, you know what happened? <laughs> see, what had happened was. <laughs> All right, now this next one, I just titled, really? This is a douchebag of all douchebags. This this is a douchey douchebag. Um, it just isn't douchebag of the week because it's just not worth my fucking time. But that that that's how much it is. Um, so did you read this one? Mm, I think I skimmed it. Bitch. A twenty five year old twenty five year old woman was indicted indicted to Tuesday indict. Indi- oh fuck, I'm fucking, I don't care. Indicted Tuesday on on fraud and larceny charges for posing as a terminally ill bride. To scam donations oh, for a God. dream wedding and honeymoon in Aruba. Bitch. Bitch. An Orange County grand jury indicted Jessica Vega, a former resident of New York's um, Montgomery County. According to New York State Attorney General Eric Schneiderman's office, Vega is charged with six felonies and one misdemeanor. Just for, just for taste, I guess. Uh, quote, by pretending to have a terminal illness, Vega inexcusably took advantage of the community's hearts and minds and profited off of their generosity, Schneiderman said in a statement. Our office will hold this individual accountable for for fleecing the public through lies and deception. According a, lies! <laughs> lies! Not up in here! <laughs> according, according to the indictment, Vega accepted thousands of dollars in donations and services and goods after claiming in 2010 that she was she was dying of leukemia. Her story was so convincing that the Time Herald record in Middleton knew knew that I was on a roll too. <laughs> Her story was so convincing that the Times Herald recorded record in Middleton, New York. Thank you. Published an article on Vega's wedding wishes, which newspapers newspaper officials say helped raise even more donations for the then 23-year-old who said her dream was to marry Michael O'Connell, father of her daughter, before she died. Wow. I'm not even going to say the rest. There's yeah. no point. The couple's divorced, by the way. <laughs> oh, now. gee, There's I wonder why. No, no point, you know. Um, it's just she's on like a 10 grand bail if convicted. She faces up to four years in prison. Like something like that's like extra dirty. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're, you're saying, hey, 
you're making everyone you're pulling on everyone's heartstrings, making them feel sorry for you. So it's, there's two things wrong with that. One, you're lying to everybody and you're you're deceiving them. Two, you have no self respect. Yeah. Like see, your self respect is so low. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, Cause see, it's not like you know your UCLA or something and saying, hey, you know what you got in? Ooh, you know what? Ooh, you didn't. Here you're just saying, yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got cancer. So, um, yeah, I want this free wedding and Aruba and bullshit. Yeah. Ooh, I wanna take it to the <laughs> yeah. Um. So who's our douche, douchey douche? Who could possibly have beaten that to be our douchebag of the week? Someone who has some, someone who has no problem being the douchebag of the week. <laughs> A patent troll. Of course. <laughs> um, Activision Blizzard has seen its fair share of court battles over some of its intellectual properties, but this one is almost too ridiculous to take seriously. Game Industries. I'm sorry, GameIndustry.biz reports a company by the name of Worlds Inc. has filed a lawsuit against the mega publisher, claiming its World of Warcraft and Call of Duty franchises have violated a patent related to virtual worlds. Uh, Worlds Inc. claims the patent in question is specific to the, quote, systems and methods for enabling users to interact in a virtual space. Technologies created by Worlds have helped that this is a quote too, have helped the businesses of virtual worlds gaming and the sale of virtual goods to grow into a multi-billion dollar industry. Worlds Inc. CEO Thomas Kidron said in the report, while we are pleased to, sh- to see that the gaming industry and its rapidly growing customer base have enthusiastically embraced our patented technologies what a dick we deserve <laughs> we deserve fair compensation it's nice to know that people be using our shit yeah <laughs> this isn't the first time worlds inc has filed a suit like this either back in 2008 the company brought ncsoft um developer of guild wars to, to court over the same patent. It was reported at the time that Worlds Inc. was successful in that lawsuit. The case settled in 2010, but it was reported that NCSoft requested the case be reopened a short time later. To sum this up, Worlds Inc. is suing Activision Blizzard for games that have existed since October 29, 2003, Call of Duty, and November 23, 2004, World of Warcraft. They must have just noticed. <laughs> this, is, they, this is what happened. They sued NCSoft. It worked. Now they're going for the big boys. Yeah. That, that's all it is, dude. Yeah, and it's, and it's fucking sad. Yeah, and it's these fucking judicial system that allows them to do it. It's yep. Like, ugh. Bitches. Yeah. All right. You know what? I think it's time to to balance it out with some epic people this week. I, I, I changed it from epic people to like a boss of a week of the week. Mm-hmm. Because these two particular guys aren't just epic; they handle their shit like a boss, like a man, like a man. First guy, you probably heard of him, but the people have called him Snack Man. If you've seen the video, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, while he was out with some buddies, um, going out to Home Sweet Home Bar on Christie Street down in Midtown Manhattan, New York, a fight was starting to occur between a man and a woman she claimed he was following her and suddenly it led to her getting her ghetto on on the dude by punching him smacking him so homeboy whose real name is uh charles charles saunder eating a bag of gummy bears and some chips that he took home from the bar slipped in between them to stop the fight he didn't like hold anybody down he just moved right in eating his chips 
and his yeah. gummy bears. Yeah, he's up. Did, What's yeah, up? Yeah, didn't drop a chip, nothing. <laughs> he just slipped right in between them and just continuing. And the fighting stopped because what are you going to do? You're going to hit a guy who's eating who's who's eating Pringles. Because they're like, hey, man, can I get a gummy bear? Yeah. You know, like, what's up? You yeah, know? exactly. So, you know, he stopped the fight, and I thought, you know what? That's like a ball. You just go in there and go, ain't nobody going to fuck with me. That's right. I got Pringles and shit. <laughs> he steps right in. That's right. Next guy, Newark, Newark. There's not a lot that comes out of Jersey. Positive. That's positive, right. But Newark. Newark from Newark. Yeah, from Newark. <laughs> Mayor Cory Booker. That guy, you almost felt like when when I read this story, I almost felt like he literally was probably ripping open his shirt as he was running in there while in his head he was hearing as he was running through the door of his neighbor's house, which was engulfed in flames. He came home on Thursday night, saw his neighbor's house engulfed in flames, and he ran into the burning, burning building, saving a woman from her home. So... It's one of those where you're just like, damn, didn't have any concern for himself, ran in there. And, of course, he's uh, declining the the thoughts that he was a hero. But, you know, he goes, I punched my way through the kitchen and um, the flames. And when I saw Detective Rodriguez, he grabbed her as well. And we got her down the stairs and we both just collapsed outside, Booker said in a press conference. Uh, New York police detective Alex Rodriguez said Booker's member – Booker's – Member of the mayor's security team tried holding him back without hesitation. He entered the home, saving the young woman's life, according to the Associated Press report. Honestly, it was terrifying and to look back and see nothing but flames and to look in front and you see nothing but blackness, Booker said. Uh, well, that's Newark any time of day, really. Straight up. Um, but Booker was treated for smoke inhalation, second-degree burns on his hand. The cause of the fire is still unknown. But uh, that's, that's Hannah like a boss, man. Yeah. That's just like... And you know what, though? If that ever happened to me and someone was like, you're a hero, I'd do the complete opposite. Like, well, I wouldn't be standing here if I wasn't a hero. You know? <laughs> what up? Hands on, the, hands on the hips, looking off to the side, you I know? Have just... cape. I have a cape and shit. <laughs> Your cape automatically rolls out like, from behind. It's like, I'm, it's like, you're a hero. It's like, I'm glad you bitches finally noticed. <laughs> you know? Let's go. Let's let's move right along <laughs> before this gets too real. Right. Uh, to the site comments, and I guess I gotta do a lot of reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Shalora, I guess. Okay. Um, commented on my um, Skyrim for Connect uh, article. Yup, LOL. Was just commenting on this on another post. I just want to see a bunch of YouTube videos of people yelling Fushrada at their TVs. A montage would be excellent. You know what? It sure as hell would. <laughs> I, that, I agree with that. Um, next comment was from Technology for Democracy. That's kind of dope, isn't it? Like, I don't really know what he's trying to say, but it's dope. Um, commented on my Miyamoto considers making a new Zelda title more like Link to the Past. Uh, he says, interesting news. I'm also fascinated by what Miyamoto might do next. And I think anyone who knows their shit would be fascinated by what Miyamoto does next. Uh, next, we got One Girl Geek on my article on Facebook will sync your timeline with email. Uh, she says, uh, yeah, this seems kind of pointless. Why would I have an, uh, people email me through my Facebook email when I have established addresses that I use to sign up for Facebook in the first place? You know why, One Girl Geek? Because you don't want to have any credibility. That's why. <laughs> You've lost all self-respect, and you want absolutely no credibility. That's why. 
Um, <laughs> just you know, just helping out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mo- moving, moving right along. Uh, Eric on my Epic Games um, on women in Gears of War three. Um, I did this article about what did I say in it that he's countering? I said that oh, women can be badasses too. Like as well, action he heroes has your, shit. Oh, there's your quote. The quote. Oh, he threw it in this. Yeah, I didn't even read it. So um, he quotes me saying, "This is this is no way. This in no way is a problem for me." Seriously, women can kick just as much ass as men. And he said, I think I found the flaw in your logic. I think I found the flaw in your fucking brain. <laughs> in your sexism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hashtag sexist. Right. <laughs> Hashtag America 1886. <laughs> it's, it's, it is true, and I'll stand by it. Female leads can do, you know, that chicken two Raider ain't fucking around. Yeah. I can't wait for that new one to come out. Chicks can chicks can roll with the punches too. You need to fucking join the 21st century with us, dude. <laughs> oh, next. How about how about how about we we start with the 20th century, and then you know we take baby steps. <laughs> join something. Yeah. You know, get off the pot. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord Patrick Henry uh, comments on my retake Mass Effect 3 donations didn't have as many refunds as previously expected. This was good news. Like it 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 helped me have more faith in humanity. Um. They aren't making a new ending. They are clarifying it, an arrogant gesture that suggests we are too stupid to understand the original ending, and that is the reason we don't like the brilliance of com- com- competing – complete. I'm sorry, completely abandoning the character, story, genre, and meaning. So basically what this comment does is it proves um, Steve and I's point <laughs> that you're still not going to make them happy right. at all. Yeah. He, hasn't, he doesn't even know what the DLC is yet. It hasn't come out. Yeah. He they they've only said we want to clarify things we want to make it more and before this happened everyone was telling me that that's what they wanted like we don't need a new ending it's just something that tells us more of what's going on and now nope that's not good enough they've anymore. already cast a judgment they've already cast a judgment before seeing it so. I've stripped you of your lordship Patrick <laughs> Henry all right so quote of the week my quote of the week actually this I was awesome <laughs> I I uh, and it's funny too because for some reason I had. Per- had for some reason just kept thinking about an ex-girlfriend of mine and uh and just like reminding myself of oh my god thank god thank god thank god she's she's gone and then i saw this comp this on twitter and it just made me laugh and just like yeah i think that sums it up what i love about my ex-girlfriend is that she's someone else's problem now (laughs) i'm I'm actually throwing this on my facebook right now i have to do it And uh, I just thought that that was like the uh, the most, and it was so random too because I was just scrolling through Twitter like you do, and I just saw this one, and that one just called out to me, and I'm like going, "Oh my god, that is so true." <laughs> uh, that was awesome. <laughs> what's uh, your what's your quote? This is so, so amazing, really. <laughs> um, this is one one of those epiphanies that really make no difference in your life. But for a moment, you're like, what the fuck? So I'm thinking about my childhood, right? And my quote is, Captain Planet told me the power was mine. But then He-Man said, or He-Man said he had the power. So what's, what's really fucking going on? <laughs> like, I think I had been drinking. And <laughs> I had this epiphany, like, well, who has the fucking power, man? You know? Just little funny quotes. Little funny quotes. Because yeah. that's what it's all about. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all that if you want to read more about these uh, stories that we talked about or more, you can go ahead and check out our website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, you can check out my personal blog on when did this happen to me.wordpress.com. Uh, be sure to like, 
us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. Because uh, who knows? We may do a hangout one time. One time. And if one it time. is, we're probably drunk. Uh, follow us. What on- the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Our mouths are like at the, what the fuck? Right, right up against the cam. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word, or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad. Or you can follow Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Word. You, can, you can even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash thelazygeeks. Uh, we have vlogs, trailers, Comic Con stuff, just a lot of crap on there. You got what you need! <laughs> Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So please make sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. Oh. And be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember? Maybe. Yeah, just maybe. <laughs> maybe. Unless you want to be called out as a sexist, you know. I can't believe that con. He must. He must have been commenting from the past. Yeah, like from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, coming like, from the eighties. Mar- sounds like something someone from the eighties would say, isn't it? Like, I must see what this internet is all about. Chicks <laughs> can't do shit, dudes can do, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's like shit. <laughs> all right, remember we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out. Uh-oh.